the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Coalfield and Company. Working left to right, Stidham's out of the gun, he's got Kenyon Drake off his hip. Snap, plenty of protection, looking over the middle, pocket collapses, he takes off, to the goal line, touchdown Stidham! Mullins out of the gun, pressure off the edge, throws it across the middle, it's caught at the 20, racing near sideline 10, turn the 5, 6 easy, touchdown Raiders! The crowd applauds because Las Vegas just win, baby. 2-0 in the preseason. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and Company, 5 o'clock hour. Big Five is up in just a couple minutes. Ari is here. Ari had granola. Now, the only reason I know that uh, is because I saw him eating it earlier. Um, Willie had some sort of uh, chicken kind of dish with some, I don't know, some kind of seasoning. The reason I know that is he just belched like seven times during the break. What are you in a locker room here? What, what's, you think you're down at the Raiders facility? Come on. We're not animals here. We don't, we don't belch. We don't fart. Okay. Mom taught me that. We don't do that on Cofield and Company. You did belch a couple of times. Sure. And then I got a whiff of it. I don't want to smell that. Life's tough. Man, come on! I'm not even going to address Has that. anyone here ever accused me of freaking, like, farting in studio? No. Adam's a big guy. He might fart all the time. He doesn't fart in studio. We're all polite here. If I had Are to, you okay? If I had to do that, I would leave the room. But belching? Belching, you're going to have to deal with it. I don't care. The Cofield and Company locker room. Let's name, rename Listen, the show the my locker belch room. Is this, man, this man's very sensitive. Ari's very sensitive. He he's very say, picky. He's very touchy. Can't belch right in his face. At least I don't eat in the room. Oh, boy. Let's not open up that Pandora's box. Uh, we got some media chatter coming up later on in the grab bag. A lot of WNBA. Oh, hold on. The playoffs are starting, and we got another issue with the WNBA. I mean, my God. My God. These ladies are now in the playoffs. Are we going to have flight delays and sleep yes. in an airport? Do yep. like that? Hold on. We're getting to that because this, when I watched this unfold during the season, I was like, okay, I don't know where I stand. On and it's the playoffs now. Come on. 530, we'll hit on that. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five, number five. Listen, listen. I, you know, I get, I get the whole guy thing. I get the whole guy thing. Did you see this uh, <laughs> set of letters that was put out that supposedly was Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra? A couple of boys. From the Rat Pack. Do you believe these are real? I do. I just don't know. I can't remember where I saw these first. And to see them, and when I saw them on the rundown, I was excited. Just because, I, I can't remember if I saw it on a different social media platform. I don't know where I robbed it but, from. I'll, I'll give him credit later. But Dean Martin it's had a little letter here with, uh, apparently he was real big on making burgers. Yeah. Right? One pound of ground beef, two ounces of bourbon, chilled. Preheat a heavy frying pan, sprinkle uh, the bottom lightly with table salt, mix the meat, handling lightly, just enough to form four patties. Grill over medium-high heat for about four minutes on each side. Pour chilled bourbon in chilled shot glass and serve meat and bourbon on a TV tray. Dino! Right? With the signature. Sinatra's (laughs) burger letter. Call for Dino. 
Tell him to make you an effing burger. Drink his bourbon. Frank. That's it. That was, that's it. They both sound authentic to me. Does it? They sound just like those guys. I never heard that before. That uh, Was Dean Martin really a kind of a cook or not? We got to look into this. Steve, this is not being a cook. It's, it's, it's making ground beef patties and cooking them. It's more than a lot of people on this show can do. They can screw up the bourbon. They can screw up chilling the bourbon. You know, our good buddy, Tony Miller, actually has a... We'll have to get him on. we got to get him on uh, at some point uh, in the next week or so. Is, uh, the Golden Nugget is ramping up their big college and pro football contest. It's $1,000 to get in. You pick seven games each week. I know right now, the numbers are probably not going to be you know in the thousands. So you're probably going against a couple hundred people. That's a contest that Brad Powers, our Thursday expert, has been in. It's very competitive, but you do get a chance to play both college and the NFL, and a lot of college experts get in that. I think Brad, it was four years ago, finished 67%, was fourth, right? So anyway, so Tony's story was, well, we'll let him tell the story someday, but uh, he actually, I think he uh, he dealt, God, was it Bally's? No, it must have been Desert Inn. I think he uh, he had to go up to the room of Dean Martin mm-hmm. at Desert Inn, as he told you the story before, and uh, no. Dean had the windows open and was just blasting balls out the window on no, the that was No, uh, that was a, he... If, or was that your story, and I'm confusing it? No, it wasn't my story. That was yeah. his story, but yeah. Rob Meach wrote that story for Chicago, one of the Chicago nah, newspapers. I, I, I had the story before the uh, the, the Rob No, guy. I understand that, but yeah. that's how I knew about it. It was it's fantastic. That, that Tony Miller, that's a great that's interview, a great story. though. Tony, yeah, Tony a, has some great old Vegas Because Tony was a kid when he got here, and his yeah. dad was very influential, and he he drove a lot of people, and he was in the sportsbook industry really early yeah. on. So uh, No, he's got some great I, stories. I thought of that today when I saw the, you know, the Dean Martin burger thing, and then Frank's like, make me burgers and give me the bourbon. Let's yeah. go. Number four. It's Vegas right there. And who doesn't love Vegas, right? Classic old Vegas. That's where we want to go back to. Mostly everything now about Vegas is still pretty cool. You were on in Canada today, and I'll tell you, on radio, uh, when I go on places, people are like, ah, Vegas guy, Vegas guy, talk about Vegas. What was it like for you on your radio spot today? Well, you know, I, I, uh, I've i learned, that, you know, I'm, I'm reaching my one-year anniversary on this show as being a full-timer in, of the company, and so I learned that, you know, prep time's important. So even as a guest, I wanted to listen, so I I. I Oh, you listened to the show before? I pulled up their show, and I found this interesting that they what they had to say when they were teasing at the beginning of the 6 a.m. hour. They were doing a tease. Who was coming up? And here's what they had to say. And uh, they'd fly at the MGM Garden, which is right there in Vegas on the Strip, and I'd be out of there. And uh, it was always great, man. But it is true exactly what people say. Like, it's fun for the glitz and glam and the excitement. I couldn't imagine living there. Right? It's, what, it's the opposite of the city of Ottawa. He goes, Vegas is great to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Ooh. Shots fired. Adnan Verk. He was a guest. So he Adnan Verk? He was a guest. The former they, ESPNer was banging on Vegas. They were you know, he come on. I and, assume we're gonna get him before the end of the week. Let's go. Get him on. But they but but here's the thing. So then I come on, they welcome me. I tell them, hey, you know, let's we're gonna get ready to have a good time. We're I, I I'm getting excited. But wait, hold the horse. Here I had a response for them. I thought we were going to have some fun. I thought we were going to talk sports, but I feel like I had to come home, come on and defend my hometown. I'm listening to you guys all morning. You bring on Adnan, and I hear some bashing of Las Vegas. I've been here since 1972. I love my city, guys. <laughs> hey, <laughs> now, <laughs> let's, whoa, uh-oh. Yeah! <laughs> now, first of all, you sounded pissed. Like you were irked and offended. Like, that was, that was, that was a good job by you. 
That was kind of intimidating. And both guys were like, I'm going to, I'm going to, They were caught Did they calm guard. down? Yes. Guys, well, breathe into a bag. Philly's not going to kick your ass. Further into that, they said, no, 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 no. I, you know, I just, I have some guys that live out there, but I actually like Las Vegas and they were him <laughs> and on. It was, it was entertaining. And I, you know, I, but I had to call them out on it. I, I'm sitting here listening to this and, the, and, and there's all saying everybody that we know that lives there is unhappy with Las Vegas. They wow. just live. And I'm going, I, that's because, what are you? No, that's not true. Now, I have bashed how corporates corporations have taken over, and I don't necessarily like the traffic, and I don't like driving it down. They talked about the heat. I said, okay, I've been here since 72. I don't like the heat either, but I deal with it. I wear hoodies out into, into the gym in July. No big deal, but you're bashing my city, guys. Do, do we have to defend Vegas against Ottawa? They're from Calgary. No, but he mentioned Ottawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really? Because yeah. he's a Toronto well, guy. Well, I brought up Ottawa because yeah. I told him, I said, you know, um, I said something to the effect of, you know, what my family. I said, hey, this is my first time doing Canada- Canadian radio, my family's hometown soil. Last night. But I got to talk about. Good. And, and, and You were intimidating. I like that. Oh, I came Don't blank with us. You know, and here's the thing. Like I said, I've been here for a year. Afterwards, I there's a delay. So I, I quickly turned uh, you on. You want to listen? No, I, I want to hear what they have to say. I want to hear what they say when I went off. And they went and they complimented the producer. He said, "We're saving that number. Got to have him back." That's one of the best interviews we had all summer. So you know, I got to tell you, Steve, it really has nothing to do with you. I don't really, you know, you're naturally talented. You don't, you don't need the show. Um, I'm I'm actually put resumes in and I'm moving on. I will say, (laughs) you should. Uh, I will say, every time I go on Kansas City, I I always try to go in there with an adversarial attitude, taking shots at KC. As and I'm not a Raiders fan. But I love trying to crap on the Chiefs. Got the, the one of the last times I went on, I was like, Kyrie Kill! <laughs> Just laughed. And, and uh, Soren Petro's the host, and he's like, You son of a. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They were like, cool. Yeah, I don't like you they guys. Cool, I don't like your city. I don't right. like you. You're right. It was funny when they went, you could hear it, and they said, uh, No, wait, 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 wait. And they stammered for a little bit. That was kind of fun to just have them backpedal. Number three. Well, you know, one of the things we always have to fight against, and you get really mad about this, is, hey, Vegas, you know, trouble arises in Vegas, right? You know, guys get in trouble there. Mm. And we've told this story a million times now. You know, when the NFL was considering Las Vegas, there was this attitude like, oh, you know, Vegas is going to be scary. No, we're scared of you. We're scared of some of the NFL players. And the way some of the former players and current players act, this, this one to me is interesting. They have video of the Alvin Kamara Group beating the hell out of a guy at the Cromwell after hanging out at Dre's. And latest reports are that Alvin Kamara may not face anything this season. It takes that long to process this? Again, guys, when you come to town, act like responsible adults. Try not to beat the hell out of our locals. Try not to rip the tires off your car driving. I just, I I know you take offense to it. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, there's been story after story all summer, and it's, I mean, and it has nothing to do with, like, there's other places that, was the that, promo. I'm, that I'm saying, yeah. We're inviting you here! Well, no, I'm saying, but this summer, Control yourself. we're reading about different guys in different cities and different, but nobody makes a big deal right. when, you know, it, it, when they're in whatever city they're in, and nobody's, you know, you see the stories break out wherever, nobody's saying, oh, every time they go there, but they're sure that there's norm numerous DUI arrests, fights, brawls in other cities, but they come to Vegas 
And it makes us look bad when really it's you making things look bad. It's not Vegas. Number two. We had TJ Hushmanzada on. Yes, that was great. Yesterday. He's a Barstow guy. He was with the Raiders for one year. Listen to what he said about the Raiders organization and the way they treat him. I played one year with the Raiders, my last year in the league. And they treat me like I played my entire career there. The Raiders get a bad rap. The Raiders organization, they do a hell of a job with their alum. They literally treat me like I played 10 years there. I saw you guys at the game tweet out the program with Eric Dickerson on it, who played one year for the Raiders. And I got to tell you, there was something that went down at the Raiders-Vikings game that I was blown away by. Do you have any clue what I'm talking about here? I think I do, but I'm going to let you tell it. The former Raiderettes. Yeah. Were there like a thousand of them? Bro, they filled up the entire win club. It was wild. Did they, do you know? the D? I, I really like to look into this. Did the Raiders pay any of the freight for any of them? I would imagine that. The, why not? Why well, they I, couldn't have brought in I think the market, hundreds and hundreds and I, hundreds I, I, of no, former Raiderettes. Why not? Because I would imagine really? that Mark Davis is the type of guy that say, "Okay, here's what you're gonna we're gonna charter, but you got to make the, the here's the times that you can fly. So if you can't make it in these flights, then you got to get your own flight." But he probably said, "We're setting this up," we're set, and they set aside a budget. They're doing this in two weeks for the Patriots game with former Raiders. It's but, but Raider you, alumni. But you, but you get the difference, right? We know about how they treat Raider alumni to bring in like, the Raider, I think like five or six or seven hundred women. Sure. For, like going all the way back to the city. I, 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 I don't I, know if that I, number. I saw one I lady there like, hey, they had the 60s. There was probably like a dozen from the 60s. Like, I don't how, know. If, how, I, if, I don't you're know like, if, if you're 78 years old or 76 or 82 years old, how freaking cool is that as an older woman to get to walk on the feet out there with the pom-pom? Like, that, that is so cool. They did go out and do a routine. I don't know if 500 is an exaggerated number. I don't know if they or if they released an official number of how many former Raiderettes. There were a lot. Lines of 25. You know, you think there was 20 lines of 25? 500? No, I don't think there were 20 lines. Okay, 300. Could have been 300. But that win. God, club, I thought that was so nice. Paul Gutierrez, who also, by the way, when I was listening to you and uh, you guys with TJ yesterday. You know, Paul grew up. He, I mean, his, his father's like big time in Barstow. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's for the family. I, oh, well, I, thought, I, th- I thought of it. I was waiting for that. But anyway, we're walking around and we're walking back. For, Paul is pulling out pictures yeah. of him with Ray Reds from Ray. like the eighties. Yeah. He's going, I want to. And he's looking for them. Cross checking. Yes, he's looking to see if they're here to show them the picture. He's sending pictures Dude, to Mark been... Davis, going, "Hey, is she coming? Is Rhonda coming? Get out of here! I swear, is Rhonda coming? How awesome would that be to have like?" A photo of a Raiderette when you're 11 years old, and now in his case, whatever, 40 years later. Yeah, you got Rhonda in a picture. That's I. Did, I thought that was really cool. I just I don't and like it reminded me when TJ Hushmanzada said it yesterday. I was like, man, that's some of the stuff they do. It was fun. It was really fun because they. Here's the thing. Like I, it wouldn't surprise me if some of them got emotional and teared up because they all looked like like. From from the eldest ones to maybe ones from a couple of years ago, like they all looked great, you know. And, I, and I'm not trying to say like you know they look. I'm not like, not in that way. Like they looked like they the prideful, like they wanted to be there, like they they felt involved. From the ones back in the '60s and '70s, like they all looked very happy and and sort of familia, if you will. Like they it was it was fantastic. It was a great feeling. 
number one. So we're waiting to see what the condition of Darren Waller is or if this is uh, an extended stay on the sidelines because they're trying to finish off a contract extension. He actually went on uh, one of the uh, podcasts. What's the uh, the cat's name? Uh, now I'm blanking on the guy. Compton, right? Yeah. Uh, Will Compton. I thought what he said was really interesting. And, I mean, you, you can't take this as not being a shot at Gruden, right? And the way the offense was run. He said, there was a lot of times in the last couple of years where I felt like there wasn't a clear defined attack in the red zone or like a plan for me specifically. It's kind of like, what the F am I doing sometimes? He says, now I kind of feel like that's something that's in place with Josh. For me, there's no reason why my big ass shouldn't be dominating in the red zone at all times. I kind of agree with him. It makes sense. Right. It makes sense. That they didn't seem to use him enough in the red zone. It sounds like they didn't have a, a, a playbook designed around for him, a package in the red zone. And you were one of, you know, not the only guy, but you were one of the first guys who pointed out very early on, Josh McDaniels, Patriots tight ends, and that whole game, and that whole playbook, and now he's got Darren Waller. Look and, out. And it'll be fun if he pulls out the two tight end sets with Foster Morrow. Which one are they going to? Decoy here, decoy there. I mean, it's good. They're going to be a fun team to cover. That's that's what I'm. Who do you double? Who do you double? Who do you help? Okay, you help on Devontae Adams. Throw, you help now, on now Waller. You. you got freaking Renfro running the China route. Like what? You got Waller. You got Morrow. Oh, let's throw Renfro in the slot. And by the way, here's Zamir White. <laughs> well, you love Zamir White. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. We need the city to come out, pack the house, bring everybody, the mayor, the governor, president, president, <laughs> house members, representatives. I see them big ass signs when I'm driving the house. You know, like, Raiders, now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Studio. There you go, Asian Wilson and Company with the Aces telling everyone come out for the playoffs. They start tomorrow. We'll have that game on Fox Sports 1340 and 98.9 FM. We've got a run of Rebels here tonight on their exhibition tour in Canada. 7 o'clock tip. And then there's another game tomorrow with John and Curtis live courtside in Canada. Game two of the UNLV tour. Three exhibition games. Asia was fired up. Yeah. The greatest part about that was that she was going down the line and she actually remembered as she named each team. She said aviators. She got to every single team. So I want everybody out here. Good job. They had 10,000 plus, right? Yeah. Record, record crowd. So what was it like? I was at the Raiders game. Ah, that's right. That you was know, a noon start. You had to go to the Raiders I could game. Ask I forgot. Darren tomorrow night if hell. You can ask Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Must have been cool. Must have been loud. They've created a good atmosphere there, and now they're building momentum. Yeah. They started out twelve and two. They finished eleven and three. Had the swoon in the middle. Are they going to win it? It's going to be tough. It will be tough. I think that they should be able to beat Phoenix. Phoenix, obviously, they without, better be Phoenix. without Brittany Griner. Diana Taurasi was injured. Uh, Sky Diggins-Smith said she wasn't going to finish the regular season for personal reasons. 
I think maybe she thought that they were out of it, and then they they end up getting getting in. So, you know, if 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 DT and and Sky Diggins come back, they'll be scrappy. But the the Aces should beat them. The problem is is they don't have De'Erica Hamby. That's a defensive stopper. That's key. Now Becky has been Becky Hammond has been playing her reserves long before De'Erica uh, got hurt. So there have been some players getting enough reps. That, you know, the playing time's been key. We talked about that all season was, has the bench seen enough time to be able to play? I feel that there are some players that haven't gotten enough time, but they've been in such close games. The problem now, which you run up against, is that if they need those players, like Kirsten Bell, like Asia Shepard, like Sid Colson, Sid Colson's a veteran. He's been around. But these rookies, Asia and Kirsten, they're quality ball players. But... They haven't been thrust into pressure situations all season. So, you know, but I, I think they could. Th- there's one team in particular that they're going to struggle with if they end up facing them, and that's the Washington Mystics. Mystics are 12-1 to win the title. Should I bet them? Yes. Aces are plus 165. You've been talking about the Mystics the entire friggin' year. They're, they're, well, they, <laughs> they're the number one defense. They beat, they're the only team that swept the Aces, 3-0. and Ooh, and that's the four-five matchup: the Storm and the Mystics. Yeah. By the way, what's the travel for this? What's the two out of three series? Please don't tell me what I. I read something. And I was like, this can't be the, the case. The higher seeds play games one and two at home. The lower seed gets the third. What? Yeah. Well, so you have you have the pressure now. When you're a one seed, you should be able to win the series two nothing. But you have the pressure of sweeping at home. If you don't, elimination game on the road. This is why the road team is a pure. It seems like you would think the road team is the value in games one because that's the big game. They gotta. That's the game because if they go down 0-1, now they're up against it. You gotta play. So I like Washington plus Wait the points in Seattle in game one. Seattle hosts the Mystics. Seattle hosts Washington D.C. for two games. If they split. Got to fly all the way to DC for the elimination game in one of the come toughest, on in one of the toughest places to play with one of the best home crowds. What kind of league is that? This we got to get to this travel thing. Now this is where if you could tolerate the nonsense of watching these women sit in airports, delays overnight. Now the playoffs could be affected by this cheap ass commercial flight policy. Cofield and Company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas. Now, back to Cofield and Company. We are roaming the airport. It's the first time in my 11 seasons that I've ever had to sleep in the airport. But based on travel, it's not expected that this has happened. It's basically, it was only a matter of time. I wanna go. Who wouldn't sing that when you got to travel like that? Professional athletes. That was uh, NECA, Uwumake, mm-hmm. one of the stars of the Sparks. That was about a week ago. Give me part two here. So they're in the airport. They got delays. It's overnight. It's like uh, I think she'll say here. It's 1.40 in the morning. Um, they're walking around the airport because their flight got delayed the next day. To 9 a.m. These are professional athletes. The league is run by the NBA. I mean, come on. At some point, this is just friggin' embarrassing. 
Half of us are sleeping in the airport, half of us are at a hotel. There weren't enough rooms. After our flight got delayed, 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 and then canceled at 1 a.m. And then rebooked for first thing in the morning. It is now 1.44, and we're here till 9 a.m. I doubled up my clothes, y'all. Getting cozy. Just walking around the airport. By the way, the uh, I Want to Go Home little song is real big on TikTok. That was actually from a different video of a different team all standing around waiting because of flight delays. WNBA teams. I think in that case it was uh, I think it was Dallas. It was uh, Veronica Burton mm-hmm. on the wings. So this has been a thing that's been going on. Listen, we all tolerated it. You know, if you want to sit here and you're like, oh, the league doesn't make money, so they can't treat it. Like, okay. First of all, most of these players, a lot of them, are accustomed to coming from college programs, women's college programs, where they charter flights. I'm guessing UConn is not doing Notre Dame, not doing freaking commercial flights. And now that we're in the playoffs, I just mentioned the scenario to you. The 1-8 matchup is Vegas and Phoenix. All right, that's not a travel Big travel issue. It would still suck to be delayed, and, you know, you, this shouldn't be horrible. But the Seattle-Washington series is 4-5. The stupid playoff system, because it's best of three, the top seed gets the first two home games. If they can't sweep, they got to go on the road to win game three. Seattle will have to go all the way across country to Washington. That's that right. is stupid. And it's very likely that that will take place because— You said Washington's really good, Washington, and they'll probably split. Yeah. It, 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 so it, dumb. They're going to come out. This is a team with cha- now. Seattle has championship pedigree, also obviously with Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart, um, and they have some quality veterans that have come in to bolster the bench. But Washington's got Elena Deladon, Natasha Cloud. I mean, these are they got. <laughs> they have a roster that makes it very tough for the Western Conference teams to contend. That's why Washington was a thorn in so many teams' sides, this, especially during the second half of the season. And they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Natasha Cloud was has been tweeting out uh, all season. You know, she got shunned for the All-Star, not even picked to be a reserve. Hmm. So um, she led the, the league in assists, and she's on she's an all-defensive player. So this is you know, this is going to be a tough chore for Seattle. The only thing that I can say that Seattle has going for it at home for the first two games is that Sue Bird would not want her career to end on the road, and it she certainly doesn't. But want it might. To, but, but it might. Yeah, but it might. And it might also end with delays and cancellations and pushing a game back and a team exhausted, not ready to play a game. That's stupid. It's very likely That's embarrassing. because they've only guaranteed chartered flights for the finals. That's so stupid. The, what, the rest of the playoffs don't count? No, that, yeah. Only the finals count. According to Kathy Engelbert. So dumb. So and You know what? Coaches don't even care anymore. Do they get fined? Do players and coaches get fined? Like, if you did something like this in the NFL and was bitching about the league all the time, you get fined. There's no way the WNBA is fining. They're not going to fine these, them because these, they know uh, women the situation. There's been a couple of male in. coaches, like, too, I, like, who complain. Natasha Cloud ripped the refs. A couple of weeks ago, like publicly, she I think she tweeted. She said they're clown, they're trash. She called them trash. Okay, well in that case, I don't think she got fined. Really, they got a problem on their hands. This yeah. is embarrassing. Hey, a couple of breaking news items. So first of all, Seahawks that quarterback battle not really a battle according to Pete Carroll. Geno against Drew Lock. Drew Lock has COVID, so he's not going to play this week against the Bears. So I mean that's. That'll probably end his hopes to start game one. 
So that sucks. Opening night in the NBA. Speaking of hoops, mm. Sixers, Celtics, Warriors, Lakers. Warriors six and a half against the Lakers. This is down at Westgate. Jeff Sherman tweeted this out. Celtics four and a half against the Sixers. What happens if in three weeks the Nets are like, all right, we got it done. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to the Lakers. Anthony Davis and a package coming back to the Nets. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So Will the number still be six and a half if, if it's KD, LeBron, no. and Kyrie on the Lakers? No, it'll drop. I heard this yesterday. Rick Buecher was on Doug Gottlieb show over on our Fox station. It'll drop to three and a half. And Buecher was saying, you know, it's it's a long shot, but it is one of the trade partners if the Lakers were willing to give up AD and if the Nets were willing to take AD. Boy, that would be big for the NBA, wouldn't it? KD and Kyrie to the Lakers? It would be big KD and LeBron on the same team. Yes, it would. That would be wild. One other breaking news note. Um, I guess breaking is a little strong. You know, F1's coming to town November of 2023. So they already bought that piece of land that used to be the drink that's kind of caddy corner from yeah. Topgolf. Yeah. On the way back, I'm going to tell you what one of the major casino companies is going to do in terms of investing into this event. I'm telling you, folks, we can't even imagine the amount of money this is going to generate and the freaking excitement from power brokers that F1 is coming. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Put your hand in there, Dave. Busy remainder of the week for Cofield and Company. Willie, great job today. Ari, running things. We're going to be on the road tomorrow. Rampart Sportsbook. So we love being at the Rampart. We do at least a couple shows a year right before football season and during football season. So tomorrow is the first of two shows at the Rampart Sportsbook. Dwayne Colucci, the book director, will be on with us tomorrow. They have great food and drink specials in the book. They're also one of the places, you know, not a lot of places have gone 24 hours with their restaurant. So at Rampart, they've got Rampart After Dark. $1 shots with any purchase of a beer at any of the casino bars. Hello. Hmm. And they've got $5.99 graveyard specials. They're back. This is one of the things I loved about Vegas. At the Earl Grey Cafe at Rampart, $5.99 graveyard specials, breakfast items, cheeseburger, cheese quesadilla, meals. Let's do it. They have a great deli there, too. So they come out and see us tomorrow. Deal. They have a great, and it's like super creative and yeah. very, uh, very good. I was gonna, I was gonna compare it to a region of the country, but I'm not gonna kiss that region's ass. Rampart, Rampart, Rampart. Tomorrow, Cofield and Company live at three o'clock. Stick your hand in there, Dave. So I was mentioning F1 and the fact that the richest sport in the world is coming to Vegas. This is a massive, massive deal. That property at Koval and Harmon mm -hmm. was pricey. I don't know if you've driven down there. Dude, it is that piece of property. Because remember, for the longest time, it just said, like, you know, it's here for casino, hotel and casino project. Right. It is gigantic. F1 bought that property. 
So that's going to be kind of the race headquarters. So the not so you're talking about the one that's across from it's, where the drink and eat to eat and drink to, or, or no, you're talking about that it's, it's that piece of property. Yeah, that one. all the okay. way all the way north to Ellis Island. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellis Island, the hotel, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's 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 I got caddy you. corner from where Top Golf is. Right, I got you. I didn't know if you meant the caddy corner from the Marie Antoinette. Uh, it's right across the street from right, Marie okay, Antoinette. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. That piece of property is massive. F1's got that. I don't know what else is going on there. It's incredible. They're they're, you know, bulldozers, whatever the other, uh, you know, big trucks are called. Not a construction guy, right? Then if you look across the street, you're like, wait a second. El Dorado Caesars owns like most of that property that's behind Paris, Bally's. That's a yep. big strip of land. What yep. are they going to do with that? That's the race route. That's the back end of the race route. Part of it's on the strip. Then part of it is on Koval. By the way, Ellis Island is on the race strip, and they just did the front yard. My Lord. So anyway, MGM is very much into this. Report that MGM is planning to buy 20 to $25 million in tickets for F1. What the hell? So that it can create hotel event packages for next year's race. This is from CEO Bill Hornbuckle. Hornbuckle also said, I think he's being very conservative on this. Rooms may cost three times their usual rate. Packages could retail for up to $100,000. No surprise. It is not a surprise. It's everything I've heard about F1. The, believe me, the rooms will not be triple. There'll be more. Good for our town. Good for the economy, and you know what? Good for that loan. Good or that that that, that wrong word. <laughs> for what? What are you trying to get? Out? What are you trying to spit out? Try to recover. He's scrambling mentally. Good for that money that needs to go toward Allegiant Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah, those, that's a good those, point. Those funds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all, all those uh, hotel taxes. Yeah, yeah. All the revenue. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. We got to make up for some of the money that we uh, didn't get to make. During COVID. Well, you figure from the Super Bowl and from F1, it should put a huge dent in that debt, right? With the with the hotel tax that's coming in. Huge dent. Stick your hand in there, Dave. All right, our bet is on. Oh, did you see? Did you hear what happened? Sammy's a sharp. Sam Panayotovich was, was, so uh, was, was, on was on with us so last the line, hour. He moved the line. No, he didn't. No. He's, it's, he's on not, the, it's on the he board. He ain't that sharp. He ain't sharp enough to move a, he moved a Cofield the line. Company sportsbook line. Well, I might have to buy the hook. Uh, Jaguars minus two and a half wins over, over the Texans. This is very risky on my part, but here's the thing. I'm taking the Jags. Willie's taking the Texans plus two and a half wins. So, again, the scenario, Texans win seven. Oh, boy. Like, if they have a miracle season, Jags got to win ten. I'm screwed. But, you know, Jags could win less games. This is a risky bet, but I'm going to put my money where my mouth with... is, where my tears were, because I did cry when the Jets blew their opportunity to get the number one pick and get Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to show faith in my guy, Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to show faith in Doug Peterson, who I really don't didn't love that hire, but I think the Jaguars will be much improved. Last year was a disaster, and they'll uh, they'll take a leap forward now that Herb is gone. And I also believe the Texans are not trying to win. I think the Texans want a top five pick. I'm baking on my my guys, Lovey and Brevin. I forgot. Damn it! Now I gotta I gotta have to root against Brevin, Brevin Jordan, Gorman guy, Miami guy. If Houston 
wins five games. You got gotta, Jacksonville gotta, needs to, to win eight. eight. I gotta go eight and nine. <laughs> I can't believe you're ignoring Ari's sportsbook line. Stick your hand in there, Dave. All right, we got trouble brewing. We got some trouble brewing on Cofield and Company. Oh boy. Uh yesterday John Von Tobel was on. I know you Raiders media folks were very fired up to finally get locker room access after years without it. Well, I mean, they've only been here. This is their third year, but first couple of years because of COVID, because of NFL rules, no dice on the access to the locker room. And then on top of that, there was something going on, some jerkiness with there's like a giant logo on the floor. Yeah. And we heard Jared Stidham was doing an interview, and Stidham's like, whoa! Don't step on the logo. There's some bit going on with you guys in the Raiders media. Von Tobel had had enough. I'll call them the Raiders Media Club. So I'm glad you used that term, actually. We get it, okay? And I'm speaking to people that I've met in person, and I'd say this to their face. We get it. You cover the Raiders. Let's relax a little bit with everything. What do you mean? Like that. Raiders locker room is open. Like, we're okay. We get it. You get to cover the Raiders. It's, it's a lot job. of fun. It's their job. It makes a job much easier. And for writers, like, nobody cares. I feel like you're subtweeting. This is Jonathan Von I, I feel like you're going after an Adam Hill who's part of the company. No. And, you know, I didn't see I Adam protect tweeted. my people. Okay. So if you want to go after Adam Hill, I'll, do I'll it make directly. Simple. If you cover the Raiders in the Las Vegas market, I'm talking to you. We get it. You cover them. The locker room's open. I don't need 20 tweets about it from 10 different people. It's ridiculous. So you got it. No. it it's, it's a running joke. It's a joke. It's, a, it's like a little media joke, and then they have some play. And I guess Kenyon Drake's in on it too. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's really annoyed. He does not like whatever that inner circle is. I'm not sure who's in the Raiders media inner circle, but it's a big club on Twitter. When I go I'm down out, there, I'm you guys, you guys are all you're part. You are part of it. Yes, you are. I have never tweeted. Locker rooms are open. All excited. So I've nothing. Did, after you, did you tweet about stepping on the logo? Then you're in the club. You're in the little club. And it's an elitist club. And Vontobel off the air was like, they're snobbing. They look that down was, their nose at people. Listen to me. That, that tweet was because there were media members that punked out and refused to do the push-ups when they were told to do push-ups. Why are we doing push-ups because of a giant logo? I don't know. Ask the Raiders. Apparently, that's the rule. Is that the rule? Apparently, if oh, you step on the logo. here. The Raiders were serious. No way. Is that uh, right? Yes. Oh, wow. Didn't you have Adam Hill on yesterday? No. Not this show. Maybe I, think was was the... on, I think he was on uh, R&R Mornings. Okay, well, listen. I have, an, I, have a, I have an issue with our... I'm sure Adam was all over this. Yes, I have an issue with our friend. Looking down his nose. Who's approved and who's not? Who's going to be banned and who's not Adam banned? went on the air and said that he told Kenyon Drake, oh, by the way, I have a list of everybody that did it if he wants see what, it. See what I mean here? Adam's a I snitch. I have a list. Yeah, exactly. Adam is a rat. Exactly. When Heidi Fang told me, Willie, whoa, 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 oh, ah, uh, uh, And then the guy, I can't remember his name now, the coach, he was pushing the bin with the, with the, with the pads and the jerseys. He goes, I'm going to let you off the hook even though my dad was the one that, or something, that designed I said, I'll t- well, you will. I'll drop down and do, tw- I'll do 50. You need me to do his two and his two? You need me to drop down? Yeah, you're my in shape. I'm not going to. Kenyon Drake got it one, and, and he just laughed and walked off one of the media members. We're going to have, like, Vic Tafer doing push-ups? If he steps on the logo. Adam's doing push-ups? And I'm not picking out particular people. 
All I know, you have me doing push-ups? all I know, and I can't remember what show he was on, but Adam came on a show and he, way too many he, shows he now, said by the way. he said to somebody he said he said that he saved one of his RJ brethren, which I don't know if there's another word since it it was a, it was a female, but anyway, but he said, oh, and I have the list for Kenyon Drake if he ever wants it. That's a snitch move. Mm-hmm. That's a rat move. So that's not in that's not in RJ club. He's part of the Raider Club. I know who's part of the Raider Club. I, I see it. I feel it. Last week, I... There I got were no, a problem with JVT la- saying that. He said, I'm talking to all the Raiders media because the tweets... I never once well, tweeted. I saw, I, Don't generalize. I, I, I didn't tweet that I was in the... Lo- that we're in the locker room. Locker okay, room's here, quotes. I tweeted to Kenny Drake saying, hey, I got your push-ups. I know this media stuff's annoying, but it's you know we're trying to kind of show you what this workplace is like. Probably similar to your workplace with little clicks. Um... Willie is part of this. I saw you take one of the new guys to your gym. You've now given him a nickname, Legs, because he's, he's like this kid who has got a giant upper body and no legs. He like you're, the gym. you're bringing him into the club. No. Now you're going to have to run up by Adam and others if he's allowed in the club. Then we have to find out who's banned, because that could be happening. And I think JVT is probably banned. I didn't take him to the gym. He didn't show up. He he was busy house hunting. That's oh, why right? I was showing him the gym on video because he's never okay, been good. there. By the way, I saw his. You uh, see how you spun? I, you the, spun a tweet. Now you start. If I wasn't here to defend myself, and you got if it was you and JVT, be like, and Willie yep. took one of the guys from the gym. By the way, I saw that you were one of his like ten accepted, like uh, top ten or fifteen. And Raiders I saw media you reply people. with the gift. And the problem well, is, I deleted there, it. There were three I, or four I, I tweets sent, later. Sent he said, "I know I'm forgetting." So everybody, please add somebody. I, I sent out the gift with uh, Trump, where he's like, eh, "Okay," with the kind of that. Yeah, oh, that's eh, what's going on. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, all right. Okay, on the fourth one. Um, here's by the, the way, I'm not fun- part of it. I don't listen, cover the Raiders like you do, but I see how clickish, how clickish it is. He never met and you. I like that John called you guys out, and he, now I want action. And if someone goes after John Von Tobel, I'm going to protect my guys. Wow. Yep. And I. I'll, I'll protect you. And I. Adam, I don't know if I'm going to protect him. Listen. He's, he is part of the elitist upper clique of this whole thing. If you it's have a problem, bad. bring it to me. I don't have to bring it to anybody. I'll bring it to, to whoever. <laughs> I'm down there. We can talk. John already, he's like, I'll tell anyone. Listen, let's go back to the tweet. Because, see, you, 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 it's like an onslaught, a, a verbal of onslaught, mis- of a barrage, and then you go to the next subject before anybody can counter. Right. It's a veteran move. He said, if I missed anybody, please add. And I, and I thought to myself, whose name's on there? I went, oh, Kofi. I mean, you know what? I'll be the one that adds Kofi, and he'll DM me going, Dude, why would don't I be include on there? me in that crap. Right, exactly. Why would I be on there? I, I'm, I'm down there, if I'm lucky, once a week. So am I. Eh, Not until the regular you're, season you're, starts. You're there a lot. You do a good job. Don't don't minimize the no, the, but I'm the just work saying. you do. Listen, there are there are people that have to be there because that's their job. That's their beat. Mm-hmm. It's my beat, but but as a freelancer, my beat is everywhere. Oh, what I was going to say is, yes. there was a day I went down there, All right? And I got there kind of right on time, mm-hmm. and there were no seats in the back. I sat right up front, yeah. like on the left edge of the front table. I got to look. I saw it. I got to look. <laughs> Someone gave me a look like, what the hell's he doing? Sitting in the front row? But that Lowly day, radio but guy you, but who's you not walked, here every day? The problem Get is, is you walked in as things were starting and you didn't bother looking. I had your seat saved. You just went that. right to the – you uh, wanted to be in the front uh, row. I actually I did. know who you wanted to sit next to.
Uh, I actually wanted to sit in the front row because I wanted to do a little bit of video. So I, I got the video I needed. So fun times. But I think we got, I got I think we got trouble on the horizon. There's a there's kind of an upper crust and then a, I can't believe a, that the flag football team has dissension now. Calm down. I mean, Adam Hill brought this on himself. He's on. I don't tomorrow. even know if I want to. Now you know what? We'll address this. There's, you know a, there's a smugness about his whole. Rhythm. I hope JVT and Adam are listening because at this point, I am Darren Wallering this team. What is that? I'm holding in. Well, uh, bad move. You will not be coming back if you're expecting the some, new, football team. some new deal. <laughs> you will not be coming back. Running Rebel basketball is up in 45 minutes pregame from Canada. Yeah, they're playing a game tonight. John Sandler, Curtis Terry on the call.